reaching Israel and the world. Baruch Hashem, that's Hebrew for bless the name of the Lord. God bless you, beloved one. It's so good to have you with us today and discovering the Jewish Jesus. And Cynthia, as always, it's such a blessing to have you with me now. Taking up more space in the show and just sharing your heart, just being with you, hon, is a blessing. Oh, it's so great. And it's so great to have our viewers with us tuning in. You know, I know what our hearts desire is that our viewers are taking what we have to give them to help equip them to tune in to the Lord in a better way. Hey, if we're being successful in helping people tune in to God's call in their life, then we're being successful in ministry. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Father God. Father, we just speak a, a blessing over all these beloved ones of yours today that are tuned into this broadcast. I pray, Father, that you would open their heart and prepare them now to receive your word. Father, thank you for doing even abundantly beyond that which we ask or think in Yeshua's name and for your fame. As we continue our study today in apostolic prayers, I want to go directly again to the book of Colossians. We're in chapter one. I focused last week on verse number nine, or last broadcast in this series. I want to continue there today. Father, we just pray that you would fill us with all spiritual wisdom and understanding in the knowledge of your will in Yeshua's name. Hear now, beloved one, the word of God and look for application for you because the Holy Spirit is living. Even as the Holy Spirit moved over the surface of the waters, as we read in the book of Bereshit, Genesis chapter one, verse one, he is still constantly moving over his creation. In fact, the scriptures say that the eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro across the earth, looking for someone that will be wholly devoted to him. So understand that as you and I get into God's word today, God is watching us because he's given us free choice and he's looking for somebody that will sanctify their heart to him in the Holy Spirit so that he can deposit in that one that which he wants to give from the riches of his grace. So get ready now and be prepared for the Holy Spirit to reveal something new and fresh to you. Hear the word of God. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And that's where I focused on last episode. But I want to just take a few more minutes before we move on to the next verse, because I think that oftentimes we go over scriptures and we just move over them so quickly and we don't really look for some of the deeper understanding and the deeper revelation of what God is really trying to communicate to us through the Word of God. Remember he said the Word of God is living and the very nature of life is it keeps on breathing out newness. It keeps going deeper and further. There's always fresh revelation that you can receive even from a scripture as you know that you have known in the past and all of a sudden you've read a scripture, you've read it 20, 30 times before and all of a sudden it's preached one day or you read it one day and a whole new level of revelation has opened up. So God's going to do that for you today as we're in his word together. I want to concentrate on this concept of awareness. Listen to what Paul is saying. I'm praying that you would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now let me ask you, if you are crowned with wisdom 
And if you are crowned with understanding, and if you're crowned with the knowledge of his will, which was what Paul was praying for here, doesn't that mean that you have a certain level of awareness? In other words, that you have an awareness of reality, of the way to walk. You have an awareness that allows you to move forward in the light. And the reason that I'm focusing on this concept of awareness now is because one of the things that's happening so quickly in society today is that mankind is losing his sense of awareness because he's become so distracted on materialism and so drawn out of himself into the age of modern technology. If you and I are going to find God in the deepest way, if we're going to find him in a deep way, in a deeper way, so that rivers of living water can well up through us, we're going to have to spend time disconnected from the world, alone with God, spending time just looking to him, meditating, praying to him, talking to him, so that he can begin to develop within us the sense of spiritual wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will. Because if we don't stop and take time to develop a space between the Lord and ourselves where there's nothing distracting us, we're going to go through life, beloved, and our oars are only going to be three inches deep in the water. Remember, we read the story in the scripture from the prophet of old. He began to walk into the water. And at first he put his foot in the water from the book of Ezekiel and his toe touched the water. But then he kept on walking in deeper to the water. And pretty soon as he was walking, had walked in deeper, the water had risen to his ankles. And he kept going forward, the vision that Ezekiel saw, and the water came to his knees. And as he kept going, the water eventually came all the way up and overflow, overflowed. And he saw that the water gave life to everything. The point is, beloved, what will you and I do with our lives? Will we waste it pursuing the things of the world? Or will we develop within ourselves the capacity to receive the deep things of God and like Ezekiel's vision, keep going deeper into the, into the water of God's spirit? You see, I know in my life and for many of you, we, we realize that the things of the world cannot satisfy, that there is no life in the things of the world. Eventually, what people have to realize is that true, lasting, divine satisfaction and joy come from entering into the depths of the Spirit. So once again, tying this up, Paul begins by praying that we'd be filled with all the wisdom and knowledge and understanding that's necessary for us to know God. And if you and I are going to develop this, it's going to take discipline. It's going to take work. It's going to take, we, we call it in Hebrew, Kavanah focus, we're going to have to make it our intent above all else to develop our relationship with Hashem. Hashem is just a Hebrew way of saying God. Ha means the, Shem means name. So when we say Hashem, we're speaking of the name because God, He has no beginning, He has no end. He's beyond fully knowing because He's greater than we are. I mean, we don't misunderstand, we know Him. And we'll know him in the depths of our being. But we'll never know all that he is because he's unlimited. God is unlimited. That's why the angels in heaven, in Isaiah 6, they keep on falling before the throne of the Lord. Holy, holy, holy. And the reason that they're doing that is because they keep on getting hit with the new wave of God's glory. And every time they get hit with a new wave of his glory, it overwhelms them. It's so fresh. It's a brand new thing. God is always a brand new 
thing. He's eternal life. And so I'm trying to encourage us today, once again, to think in the spirit that the things that we see are just, are just temporal. But if we pursue the things of the spirit, if we understand that God was manifested in the flesh as Yeshua, and that his purpose is to bring us into the realm of the spirit, not to stay in the flesh, not to, not to, to worship images, not to worship, you know, doctrine, not to worship our own church culture, not to worship the Christian culture, but to pursue God, to go beyond the culture that we're living in. Even if you're a solid Christian in the church, God wants to bring you, like Abraham, into a new place. Where's the new place? It's a new place in him. And there's always a new place on him. We're on a voyage. We're on a journey. And we're continually going to go deeper into the realms of the spirit, into eternal life as we put him first, leave everything else behind to keep on pursuing him, to gain all the wisdom and knowledge and spiritual understanding that's necessary for us to truly, beloved, know God and to know eternal life. that you learn how to stand by faith in the Word of God. So we want to combat our fear of the devil and our fear of evil with the Word of God. Listen to what Jesus said. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Stand up to the devil. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Bring, hey, bring this woman up here. Does everybody see this woman? She's manifesting demons up here. Jesus went around. He preached the gospel. He healed the sick. And he cast out the spirits with the word. Look at me. I command you to leave Satan right now. Do you want to be? Yes, that's it. Look at me again. That's it. Yes, look at me. That's it. That's it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Is the Lord leading you to help Rabbi Schneider around the world? From teaching pastors and evangelism to large crowds in Africa, South America, the Caribbean and more, to preaching and ministering to God's chosen people in Israel, and a dynamic television ministry, Discovering the Jewish Jesus is reaching the world for Christ. With your support, you'll help send Rabbi to deliver the truth of God's word to people who may never hear unless you send him. Visit DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com or call 800-777-7835 to confirm your part in helping Rabbi build up believers in their faith and change lives all over the world. Let me ask you a question though. Do you ever feel, I, I know I have a big burden in my life. I say, oftentimes I say, Lord, cleanse me of all religiosity. I say, Lord, cleanse me of every religious thing that I'm doing, every religious thing that I'm saying that's just baggage. In other words, I think that the way that 
people walk today as, as Christians sometimes, it doesn't fully look like the way that Jesus walked. In other words, we have this Christianese language that we say sometimes, you know. A lot of people say the word amen, and it's just a filler language. When they say it, it just, it's just a, they say it out of nervous energy, or they just say it to fill the space. And we just, we, we have all these religious terms that we say, and, and it's just like, Lord, cleanse me of all that. I don't want to be bound by my culture. I don't want to be bound by the flesh. I don't want to be bound by churchianity. I want to enter into the spirit. I want to know you, Jesus, in spirit and in truth. Even as Jesus said, he said, those that worship the Father will worship him in spirit and in truth. So let's continue on. Wisdom and understanding. What do we need to do? We need to leave where we're at. We need to be willing to be like Abraham. Wherever you're comfortable in your life right now, you need to be willing to let that go, to move out where the Spirit is leading you, to enter deeper into God. And as we do, we're going to gain more knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, Paul says that this goal of wisdom and understanding, he says, is that we would walk in verse 10 in a manner worthy of the Lord. This is something else that is in the way in our lives. We want to own our lives. We want to be able to choose what we want. We'll let God in in some areas. We'll give God control in some areas, but some, so oftentimes we reserve other areas as kind of off limits for God. Lord, I'll yield to you here, but don't talk to me about what's going on in this part of my life. As long as we have those constructs, as long as we keep those boundaries between the Holy Spirit and ourselves, we're never going to be able to go as deep into God as he's drawing us into. Because our rebellion, our refusal, our fear, our stubbornness, our saying no to him will keep us from being able to flow with the Ruach HaKodesh, with the Holy Spirit into the depths of his heart. So Paul says, I want you to have spiritual wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will. And then he says in verse 10, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects. In other words, the goal for you and I is to please the Lord. If, we, if we're keeping control, if we're keeping possession, if we're unwilling to yield and let go, we're never going to get to where we want to be, and most importantly, to where God wants us to be. We have to come to the place by the grace of God, beloved one, when we recognize that we have no choice. We're not our own. The Bible says we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to King Yeshua, to Jesus that died and rose on our behalf. Therefore, we need to reckon ourselves dead to sin and alive to God. The point is, is that until you and I, by the grace of Hashem, by the grace of God, come to a place in our life where our will is surrendered to Him, that the focus and the aim and the goal of our life is to please Him, where we've let go of all the things that we've hung on to that we didn't want to surrender to Him, until we get to that place, we're never going to be able to fly and swim in the Holy Spirit, in the rivers of living water, in the deep places of eternal life. And so... Again, there's a challenge here for us. And if you look around, you know that it's true. You see it in the culture. And it's true in your own heart in some areas, even as it is mine. Areas in our life that we're not willing to let go of and surrender to God. Maybe it's because of fear. Maybe we just don't trust Him with something. We don't trust Him with our 
finances. We don't trust him with our health. Maybe we don't trust him with our joy, whatever it is. We need to trust God. We need to let go. We need to believe, God, I believe that you are. And I believe that you're so intimately involved in my life. You're closer to me than my own breath, that your very spirit is sustaining every cell of my body, that I was conceived in you that you're the one that brought me forth, that you're lovingly taking care of me every day of my life. I believe that you're real. I believe that you love me. I believe that you're taking care of me, that you want the best for me. So Father, I'm going to trust you with everything. I'm going to let go of everything. No matter what happens, I'm going to trust you. You know, I just was uh, on a a trip recently and I was uh, driving down this road that the, 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 the potholes in the road were this deep. And and not only were the potholes this deep, but then you had boulders where there weren't potholes that were this high. So I'm driving down this road and I thought, and there's no one in this area. I'm in the middle of Colorado. And I'm thinking, man, this would would be a, a scary place to get a flat tire. What would I do? Well, you know what happened? Sure enough, in the middle of the road, I got a flat tire. But you know what I did when I got a flat tire? I said, Baruch Hashem, which is Hebrew for bless the Lord. Father, I receive this from your hands. I believe, Father God, that everything is from you or you're causing everything to work for good. That no matter what happens to me, you're going to cause it to work for good. And that a lot of things that happen to me that I don't even think are you actually are you because you've got a purpose in mind that's bigger than I can see. It might be concealed right now, but you've got a purpose of light to bring forth from it. So here I was alone on the road in a rental car, had to find everything, you know, I was missing even a piece of the jack. But I just said, you know, Baruch Hashem, bless the Lord. Father, you're with me. There's a purpose in this. I'm going to give you glory in this. I'm going to thank you for this because the Bible says, give thanks to God in all things for this is his will for you in Christ Jesus. So Father, I'm going to rejoice right now. Believe you're doing something good from it. That's the way, beloved. God wants you and I to live our lives. This is part of having the wisdom and understanding that we need that Paul speaks of in verse nine to walk in his will and to please him. So you see, I had the wisdom and the understanding to recognize that all things come from Hashem, come from God, and at the very least, He can use all things for good. So to thank Him for all things according to the Word of God. I had that wisdom. I had that understanding. So when it got time to change that flat tire, I was able to give Him thanks in a difficult situation, thereby pleasing Him. So listen how we put it together again. Paul says, for this reason, in verse number nine, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So I had the wisdom and understanding to understand that everything comes from God or at the very least he can use all things to cause good to come forth from it. Even the world was birthed out of darkness, right? There was darkness before there was a world. So everything that we go through, the times that seem full of light and the times that have darkness, we can thank God knowing he brings forth light from them. So then I thanked him and you know what I was able to do in that process, beloved? I was able to bring joy to his heart because I trusted him. So with the wisdom and the understanding, we're able to walk in his will. And in walking in his will, we're able to please him in all respects. So once again, Paul prays, I pray that you'd be filled with all wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord and please him in all respects. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus.
the wisdom of God, the wisdom of God. You can trust him today. You can trust him as he gives you wisdom. He'll give you wisdom for the next trial you face, just as he did with Rabbi on that rocky road. The wisdom of God, he imparts what we need, just as he did that day for you on that road of him imparting just to receive it from him. Amen. To receive that he's right there with you. Right. You know, it really does take a supernatural knowledge of his will and the wisdom and understanding that we talked about to be able to do that because a lot of people, if they got a flat tire, honey, on a road like I got that flat tire on, I mean, they'd be afraid, they'd be frustrated, yeah. they'd probably, many of them, be cursing, yeah. just think it was the worst thing in the world. Right. But because I had the knowledge of God's will and trusted him, I was truly able, you know, just to get out of my car, thank Hashem, bless yeah. the name of the Lord, yes. you know, walk through that process and, and pleased him. But here, here's the thing that I think, when, it, when I really break it down, what allowed me to do that, was that I trusted that everything was from him. Mm. I mean, I really felt like there was a purpose in it. Yes. As I said in the show, you know, some things God uses, but, but everything could be used for good. Amen. And one of the things that really struck me as I, was, as I was, you know, thinking about what I shared is when Moses prayed to God, Father, he said, God, show me your glory. Mm. And God told Moses to go stand in the cleft of the rock as he called upon the name of the Lord. And the Lord showed up and the Lord proclaimed his name over Moses and said, I am, he said, compassionate and gracious. Mm. And those words that we translate in English as compassionate and gracious come from the Hebrew word rachum. And the Hebrew word rachum comes from a mother's womb. Wow. And when you think about being in a mother's womb, you're safe. Yeah. And so God wants us to understand that we're still safe in Him. Amen. Even as we were safe in our mother's womb, Amen. hun, we're safe in Him in this world, even when we're facing so much evil yes. and darkness. Wow, wow, that is so true. And I know you've told me the vision God gave you in the past of, of, of experiencing God in like an egg. Mm -hmm. And that's like a womb, is like, like a, a, an, an egg of, of, of waters, living waters all around that baby, and that's, who we are, we're, we're just surrounded by the living waters of God mm. as we've come into him through Jesus, through Yeshua and his blood sacrifice. We are truly protected in that womb of God. Mm. And we just, uh, I, I love how he, he helps us to get in touch with that mm -hmm. through the trials. Mm. It's like, that was like a testing, you know, when you were on that road, a testing, and now mm -hmm. you are, you know, you, you can stake it. He was there. He was. He equipped you with everything you needed, yeah. and so every time through those trials, we know he's faithful, and he, we can trust him for the next trial. Amen. And babe, just thinking about being in God's womb, I want to thank the Lord for you, because God's used you in my life to put me in the womb of His love, and Praise He, he uses other people to surround us with His love and His Amen. presence. Amen. We say to you today, in closing, beloved ones, Baruch Hashem. Bless the name of the Lord and all God's best to you in your life. We focused a lot in today's program on walking in wisdom, and wisdom affects so many areas in our life. One of the ways that we should be affected by wisdom is in the area of our finances. The truth is, beloved, when we honor the Lord with our finances, what we're actually doing is putting God first in our lives. It really is 
foolishness to not honor God with our finances. The Lord actually promised a blessing in the book of Malachi that when we honor Him with our first fruits, with our finances, He releases a blessing from heaven. And when we don't honor the Lord with our finances, that's a lack of wisdom, practically speaking, because what we're doing by not honoring the Lord with our finances is really closing our heart to honor Him and trust Him the way He should be honored and trusted. I want to encourage you today, if you're being blessed by this ministry, if you believe discovering the Jewish Jesus is a ministry of the Lord, I want to ask you to open your heart and let the Holy Spirit speak to you. If God is directing you to present an offering to Him through this ministry, beloved, just be obedient and do it. You'll be blessed and the wiser for it. Here's how you can partner with us. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword RABBI to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives, and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers chapter six, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, speak these words over my people and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yahweh Yahweh Ya'er Yahweh Panavelecha Vichunecha Yisa Yahweh Panavelecha Ve'asem Lecha Shalom. May Father God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord your Father lift you up by His countenance. And Father God is going to continue, His beloved child, to give you His peace. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. 
Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open to us a door for the Word to declare the mystery of Messiah, discovering the Jewish Jesus, reaching Israel and the world. Do you long to hear from God? Next time, Rabbi Schneider shares how to discern God's voice so you can walk in His ways.